0: Hello and welcome, this is a podcast explaining Ukraine by ukraineworld.org, a website in English about Ukraine. My name is Vladimir Yermolong, I'm chief editor of ukraineworld.org, I'm joined by my colleague Kostiantin Romashko. Hello Kostya. Hello Vladimir, thank you for having me here. Today we are going to talk with you about food security, the role of Ukraine in global food supplies. It is uh, not a secret that uh, the current situation, the Russian aggression against Ukraine has produced a global food crisis. Many countries in the world are suffering from the fact that Ukraine is a big supplier of food globally, and many countries in the world are now on the brink of uh, food crisis and even famine. Today we are going to talk with you about this, so let me remind that Ukraine war is uh, brought to you by Internews Ukraine, one of the biggest and oldest Ukrainian media NGOs. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Ukraine world. We are a small team of Ukrainian journalists based in Ukraine and working and explaining Ukraine to you during these dark times, during during these difficult times. So Kostya, let's talk about this uh, in a moment. And uh, just a first fact I would like to share with you. Ukraine is uh, exporting about 90 million tons of foodstuff. 90 million tons of foodstuff every year. This is a huge amount. And according to some estimates, 400 million people all over the world are depending on Ukrainian food. Just imagine this. Uh, Ukraine Ukraine has just f- about 40 million people of population, but 40, uh, 400 million people all around the world are dependent on Ukrainian food, primarily grain, primarily oil, uh, uh, sunflower oil, uh, dairy products, etc. So this crisis, I think it shows how important Ukraine is for for global food security. What do you think?
1: Yes, Um, according to different experts, Ukraine is a key player here. And uh, there are some factors that we should take into account. We are talking about uh, food delivery across the world. Uh, First of all, we should take into account the volumes of goods that are being bargained. If we are speaking about the international trade, um, some experts say that Ukraine's share in international trade is, for example, if we are talking about some products, is 10% of wheat, 25% of corn, and more than 50% of sunflower oil. Some experts say, okay, it's 42, 46%. But this is a great volume, this is a great amount of of products that are being delivered across the uh, world markets. Um, That is why the key point in this regard is the fact that Ukraine cannot be substituted with regard to the input of goods to the country, which imports is in urgent need. Uh, So... There is no alternative to Ukraine if we are talking about the specific goods that are being imported by concrete countries Um, and yes i agree with you i agree with you
0: and uh, it's important that by when we were preparing this talk uh, we have uh, talked to three ukrainian experts very well known ukrainian experts in agricultural trade agricultural productions these are uh, Taras Kachka, who is Ukraine's trade representative, a person who knows v- everything about Ukraine external trade. This is also Taras Vysotsky who is the first uh, deputy minister for agriculture. Taras Kachka is uh, first deputy minister for uh, economics, economy, and we also talked to to Volodymyr Lapa, who is uh, the advisor of the president of Ukrainian. Uh, club of agrarian business, also well-known personality. So they all confirmed to us this fact, uh, how much Ukraine is exporting. And uh, Kostya, what you said, it's very important that Ukraine is very difficult to substitute because uh, there are many other big producers of foodstuff. There is Russia, for example, or China. But uh, China, for example, it it, uh, works for its own market primarily. Uh, Russia also is not as big exporter as Ukraine is. So Ukraine is the second largest exporter of grain, for example, and therefore that that, uh, foodstuff uh, that Ukraine puts on the market, it's very difficult to substitute, because it is foodstuff which is externally traded. So why it is important? It is important primarily on those countries which are importing this foodstuff uh, from Ukraine. So let's talk about geography. Yes. If we talk about the countries who are dependent on Ukrainian food exports, what what countries
1: would you name? Uh, as you have already told, that uh, around 4... 100 million people are dependent on the food delivery from Ukraine. And uh, different experts name different countries, but we can sum up this, that this is, these countries are Turkey, Egypt, uh, North Africa, Mediterranean countries, uh, Middle East countries, uh, primarily the Arabic world, and Sub-Saharan Africa. Though so these countries are the most uh, dependent on food delivery from Ukraine.
0: Interestingly enough, when you see on this geography, uh, that's what we are calling Global South, actually. So uh, in Ukrainian debates, uh, uh, this is now a very widespread topic, is that uh, who supports us? Uh, We are supported primarily by the Western world, by, by the Global North, by European Union, by United States, by Canada by Australia and New Zealand. But what about Global South? What about Africa? What about Asia? And the paradox is that Global South is much more dependent on Ukraine than Global North. That if we talk about Ukraine as a resource-rich country, we are primarily talking about uh, African countries, the the Maghribian countries, the sub-Saharan Africa, which is very important, uh, and Asia, such countries as Iraq, Iran, uh, Arabic world, and Southeast Asia. So the developing more world of the Southeast uh, Southeast Asia. So it's it's very important because uh, to some of these countries, Russian propaganda is reaching out. Of course, we we are talking about primarily. Uh, Maghreb, primarily sub-Saharan Africa, Asian countries, uh, trying to show, okay, this is because of the uh, Western sanctions against Russia that you have this food crisis, that you have the rise of prices, etc. But the real explanation is that it is because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Absolutely. the Russian invasion of Ukraine, which produced this uh, this crisis. So why? Why Russian invasion of Ukraine produced this crisis? Question. Let's let's talk about this. Let's explain this.
1: Okay, let's explain. But may may please let me um come back a bit uh, earlier. So you you told about we are talking about these countries that are suffering the most uh, from this uh, from Russian aggression from Russia's full scale invasion of Ukraine. We were talking about Turkey, Egypt, North Africa, and so on, and so forth. But of course, uh, we should not forget about the Europe because Europe is also suffering from it uh, uh, one of the implications of uh, food crisis is uh, the rise of prices in in Europe and many experts for example Voldemort Lapa says about that uh, the prices on sunflower oil in Germany has risen so much so so ordinary Europeans also feel this um, also feel this uh, uh feel these implications if we are talking about um, what is going on so uh, the point is in the uh, the point is that um, the blockade of all our ports that is uh, now being held is uh, one of the main factors that hampers the food delivery to to, to the rest of the world and we and uh, when we are talking about our ports there are four main ports um, not for main ports, but for main um, key, key key ports to export, for example, grain. Uh, three are located in Odessa neighborhood, and one in Mykolaiv port. If we, if if we, with the help of the world, uh, deblock and block these ports, then the situation may may be addressed in the world.
0: Let us explain to our listeners uh, one important element: is that Ukraine uh, is a it's a rich country, it's a big country. It has a big Black Black Sea coast. Before two thousand fourteen, well, our our coast Black Sea coast was was ours. The Crimea was Ukrainian, of course. We. Uh, strongly believe that Crimea is legally Ukrainian and it will be Ukrainian in reality uh, very soon or sometime, but now it's occupied by Russia and uh, uh, when Russia occupied Crimea it started also to occupy the Sea of Azov and primarily block the Sea of Azov, the not so big sea near the Black Sea and uh, the ports of Mariupol and Berdyansk. Mm, Some years ago already it was difficult for uh, Ukrainian ships or international ships to navigate in the Sea of Azov. Russians were illegally blocking it. Now what's going on right now? After this full-scale invasion, Russians have captured Mariupol, made a genocide there, a mass massacre. Um, dozens, of hundred, uh, dozens of thousands of people seem to be dead. We don't know the, the exact figures. This is one of the biggest tragedies of the 21st century. Also, the ports of Berdyansk uh, is also uh, captured. So these are important ports, and also Kherson which is a, a, a big uh, southern Ukrainian city, which is also captured by the Russians. But it is important to understand that these ports are, although they are important, they play about 10% of Ukrainian agricultural exports. The major exports are coming, as Kostya said, through these four ports, uh, Mykolaiv and three ports around Odessa, the Odessa, uh, the Pivdenny port and uh, uh, Chernomorsk. Pivdenny port uh, is actually the biggest one, is uh, 50 million tons. So the question is that although they are not occupied, although they are not destroyed as Mariupol, uh, the ships cannot enter their, these ports or go from them because the Black Sea around them is mined, because there are uh, Russian warships that are in the Black Sea. They are basically, there is a risk that they will open fire, for example. So what Ukraine is saying that, look, we need a an operation, either a dip, diplomatic agreement or basically we don't really believe in diplomatic agreements with Russia. We need military deblocate uh, uh, de-blockade, uh, to militarily deblocate the Black Sea from the Russian military presence. And it is also not only Ukrainian concern, but also concern of other Black Sea countries, including NATO members like Turkey, Bulgaria, or Romania. So this is an important element, right? And, and we need to stress it. So that Russian invasion really played a, such a big role uh, for the global food security. So what's happening in Ukraine? Ukraine cannot export... Uh, can barely export its its food because it was exporting through ports. Are there any other means to export Ukrainian food? Or and another question: What will happen if Ukraine does not export its food? Kostya. Uh,
1: so over the last fifteen or twenty years, uh Ukrainian railway operator and Ukrainian ports have been uh, the key tools to to de- to deliver. Uh, goods to the specific countries uh, and to export the foods. Um, now all the foods, because of of the fact that uh, uh, our Ukrainian ports are being blocked, all the foods stay in 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 our ports. So uh, the situation. Not the ports,
0: by not the ports, but, but the storage. storage in in the storages, yes, yes. So you meant you meant played a very important role because the infrastructure, transport in, infrastructure was so developed. Transport infrastructure and ports, that, but yeah,
1: even but though it, e, even even though is not enough to deliver to deliver goods, uh, goods and products uh, directly to, to 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 the to the countries. So there is a, an urgent need to deblock to unblock the ports to uh, to deliver the goods and the products already to the countries, in need.
0: So what's happening now, and this is what our interlocutors tell us, this is what uh, Taras Kachka, trade representative, told us, also Taras Vysotsky, the deputy agricultural minister, that while Ukraine is now storing its grain in the storage and, and cannot export, the question will be, what will happen with the next harvest? so despite the war ukrainian farmers those those incredible ukrainian farmers who uh, you know as you have seen many times stole russian tanks with their tractors they also succeeded to seed their fields uh, during the uh, during the spring so we are expecting a harvest in autumn uh, in late summer and autumn what will happen to this harvest if the storages are now full with the food that we did not export. They will just stay on the fields. They will stay, stay on the fields. Uh, this food will rot on the fields. The uh, f- food which is stored will also s- rot in its storages. And uh, next year that means that Ukraine will not seed. That Ukraine not, will, s- not uh, will not seed this autumn. And next year we will not have any harvest. So the, the problems for the world and for Ukraine, by the way, will increase dramatically next year. And there, was, there is one thing that, that reminds me uh, of, you know, Kostya, is uh, what happened a hundred years ago during the Holodomor, the artificial famine against Ukrainian peasants, because as you remember, and there are now parallels because Russians are stealing and confiscating Ukrainian grain in the newly occupied territories of the southern Ukraine. And they are using the same language as uh, expropriating the surplus of harvests, as, as they say. But if you remember the history of Holodomor, it was not only a story of one year. So first they confiscated the the harvest. Then there was nothing to seed, and then there was nothing to to get from the harvest. So unfortunately, this problem can uh, can can last. Well, uh, do uh, may I
1: may may yeah. ask you a question in this yes. regard? Uh, okay, what do you think? Uh, how should this problem be addressed in this regard? Who should take the responsibility, or with the help of whom Ukraine can address this problem? What do you think?
0: Well, I think, and again, this is what our our interlocutors tell us, um, there are two options. There is a diplomatic option, uh, like uh, we should find a compromise with Russia and, for example, Russia says lift sanctions from Russia and then we'll deblock the Black Sea. But this is a blackmail. This is a blackmail. The blackmail in in the Black Sea, right? Yes, the blackmail uh, in the Black Sea this is a blackmail because russia started this crisis russia started this war russia is uh, is is culpable is uh, should be condemned not only for this uh, immense ukrainian suffering but also uh, of this of the situation on the global food markets. and it says okay, well I will let's let's solve it, but first you need to lift sanctions from Russia. So there is a debate that Russia says lift sanctions ag- against Russian fertilizers uh, and this will deblocate the situation on the fo- global food markets, which is of course uh, nonsense. Another option is military deblocate and this is where, Ukrainian uh, pleas for uh, anti-ship weapons uh, are so important. And uh, as they might be coming to Ukraine these days, these weeks, these months, we hope really that uh, Ukraine will be will succeed in uh, you know, posing a military threat for Russian ships. And the second issue is, of course, to engage a third country uh, or a third countries <coughs> for the military ships to convoy the trade ships in the Black Sea. Because uh, we understand that even if there are no Russian ships in the Black Sea, they can still attack the Black Sea with the rockets, missiles elsewhere, like from the Caspian Sea or from the skies. And therefore, what is needed is that military ships, NATO military ships or some other countries, will need to accompany uh, the, the trade ships which are going to Ukrainian ports or from Ukrainian ports. L- let me repeat that Ukrainian ports which, which are able to export are still, are still there. They are, they are good ports, they are functioning, but what is needed is, is really to ensure the safety of navigation. Kostya, you wanted to say something.
1: And just one remark. I wanted to add that uh, the blockade of Ukrainian ports affects not only the food situation uh, with regard to Ukraine, with regard to the rest of the world, but also across all Black Sea region. Because we should not forget about that in a long-term impact it will have on the uh, bargain of grains originated not only from Ukraine, but also from Romania, from Kazakhstan, or even from Russia. So the long-term implications of uh, Russia's blockade will have devastating impact on all the Black Sea region, if we are talking about this region, not only Africa, Turkey, Middle East, or Sub-Saharan Africa.
0: Yes, and uh, as you see the uh, how important Ukraine appears to be uh, for the global economy, let, let me repeat this point, for the glo- global agriculture, not only because Ukraine seems to be irreplaceable in many, many aspects, primarily in, in grain, in wheat, in, in barley, in, uh, in sunflower oil, in which the Ukrainian percentage is from 10% to 50%. But the absence of Ukrainian exports As Kostya, you rightly said, led to dramatic increase of prices worldwide, and uh, for European countries or for uh, rich countries, it is probably well, it's 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 a problem, but uh, it can be solved. But for poorer countries like uh, sub-Saharan countries, sub-Saharan Africa, which uh, cannot pay big money. The increase of prices, sometimes we see the 50% increase of prices for some products, foodstuff, this is very dramatic. So, uh, yes.
1: Yes, I I, I just have one question, one more question. Please, let me me ask you. uh, If we are going globally, what do you think? Was it initial aim of Russia to trigger global food crisis? What do you think?
0: Well, I think the initial uh, goal was to weaken Ukrainian economy. We also asked this question to one of our experts, Volodymyr Lapa. And uh, his position is that uh, the primary aim was to weaken Ukrainian economy. Of course, to cut uh, Ukraine from its key export capacities. Uh, They destroyed Mariupol, which is a key uh, steel-producing city. And they're now blocking Ukrainians from uh, exporting our, our uh, agriculture, which is second largest uh, the second largest uh, sector of Ukrainian economy, or even the first largest. But of course they are also triggering the world core crisis, the global crisis. And uh, let's see this situation in a perspective. They first in, in the autumn, they triggered the global energy crisis by, uh, pushing the gas prices to to enormous level and uh, um, not willing really to act on the market and to put the surpluses of the gas they had. Now they did the same with the global foods, uh, food food uh, food prices. So Russia is a global dis- disruptor. Russia is a country which tries to destabilize the world in any possible means, politically, in the energy field, and now in the food in the field of the food security. Let's not forget it. Totally and, agree. Uh, let's sum up, uh, Kostya, so uh, this was our podcast in which we tried to explain the global importance of Ukraine in this situation. And as you can see, uh, uh, Ukraine appeared to be, because of this crisis, Ukraine a- appeared to be a vital country for the whole world, uh, primarily for the world which is dependent on Ukrainian foodstuff. And these are primarily those countries which are not that rich which are located which are less rich let's say than U- Europe or Northern America and it is also very important for the, for the global situation and for the fight against poverty etc uh, and uh, solving this issue of course it demands also the global effort and as we said solving this issue uh, needs to imply military action. this was a explaining Ukraine podcast by Ukraineworld.org. Uh, my name is Vladimir Yermonk, I'm chief editor of UkraineWorld.org. I'm joined by my colleague Kostia Romashko, who is a head of analytics department at Internews Ukraine. Ukraine World is brought to you by Internews Ukraine, which is the one of the oldest and largest Ukrainian media NGOs. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube. Uh, follow us, stay with us. You can support us uh, on Patreon, Patreon.com/UkraineWorld. And majority of your support goes to our uh, humanitarian actions. We support people who suffer from this war. We also support Ukrainian re- resistance. So thank you for um, aiding us, for helping us to do that. Patreon.com ukraineworld Ukraine wor- uh, p- World. So stay with us and stand with Ukraine.